Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Would you be the jerk for telling your own parents that they have to buy your forgiveness back? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for banning my sister-in-law from my house over tomato sauce? I, 28-year-old female, have an older brother, 32-year-old male. He's married to sister-in-law, 33-year-old female. I get along with her well, except for this one point. If you don't keep an eye on her, she'll get into the kitchen and add seasonings to whatever's cooking. She thinks she's fixing stuff, but not all foods need turmeric in it. This Saturday, I received 40 pounds of tomatoes. It took me the whole weekend to turn it into a sauce that I was planning to can. I can it plain, then add whatever seasonings and herbs it needs depending on the recipe. They came to take a bag of spare clothes for one of their kids, and in the five minutes it took me to get it, she managed to get into the kitchen, add salt, pepper, turmeric, olive oil, garlic powder, and Italian herbs to all five of the pots that were simmering on the stove. And when I asked her what she was doing, she had the audacity to say, this sauce needed some taste. I added it for you. Like I've never told her not to touch what I was cooking before. I was so angry that I knew I couldn't be calm talking with her. So I simply walked to my brother, told him to take the clothes and his wife and that she is no longer welcome in my house. She had followed me, was shocked, started apologizing, but I just ignored her. I added that he should come by tomorrow to take the sauce his wife ruined because otherwise it would be thrown away and that I expected 40 pounds of replacement tomatoes. They left, he came back with the tomatoes, an apology letter from her, and an apology carrot cake, my favorite, but I told them that I stand by my decision. Now my parents got involved since I'm usually the one that hosts, and since she's not allowed in my house, I told them to make alternate plans for Memorial Day. My husband says I'm in the right, but my parents say that my reaction is way overblown. So am I the jerk? I definitely don't think OP is the jerk. When you're making something that involves 40 pounds of tomatoes, and somebody comes by and just goes, Oh, you know what? I'll help myself to just altering this thing they're working on. I'd be livid too. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for saying I'll be driving myself and paying for my own room on the upcoming family vacation so I won't have to be a babysitter? I, 23-year-old male, was repeatedly stuck playing the part of helper and babysitter on family outings. I had to move out of my parents' house because I kept being forced to help watch my three nephews. Last year, we took a family vacation in the summer to the coast. I rode along with my parents and they paid for my hotel room. Only, I had to share that room with three rowdy boys because my sister and her husband wanted a room to themselves. I was promised time to do my own things on the vacation, but instead I ended up having to help with these kids. I complained to everyone about it and was reminded I was there for free. And then we pretty much just did only one thing I wanted to do, which was tour an art gallery. I like doing this whenever I'm at the coast, but the kids find it boring. This year, my parents have a beach trip planned for June, and they assumed I'd be riding along the same way as last year. 
but I refused. I said I'd be driving myself and paying for my own hotel stay to have my own room. My parents were shocked and tried reminding me of the cost. I said it was no worry. I've got a good job and a decent running car. I can more than afford it. That's when the butts started. I stated the previous listed things as why I'll be driving myself and paying for myself. I want to be able to enjoy this vacation as an adult and not be treated like a child like last year. My parents told my sister and she called to blow up at me that I'll be ruining the vacation if I'm off doing my own thing while she has to wrangle her three boys. I ended up yelling at her that last year all she did was rope me into her mess. I didn't really get to do much of anything I wanted to do, and I was treated like the bad guy for wanting to just go to an art gallery. I'm a grown man. I deserve my own vacation too. Now my sister's not speaking to me, and my parents are still trying to convince me to just ride with them to keep the peace. I'm still refusing, but the pressure is getting to me. Am I the jerk for not giving in? I know they'll have a pretty hard time when they won't have another person there to help. I can't blame OP at all. I mean, if you go to a vacation, you want to at least be able to enjoy some of it, not be a glorified daycare. And it tells you all you need to know when she gets upset and says, well, I'm going to have to wrangle my three kids the whole time. Well, whose problem is that? Our next story is, am I the jerk because I banned all further conversations about my son? I have three kids from a prior relationship. Two are my biological offspring and one was my stepson until I adopted him. He was four when I adopted him and doesn't remember a time before me being his dad. His mother and I are on very bad terms, but I love my son, and she's never tried to drive a wedge between me and him or between me and our bios, which I do owe her gratitude for. My wife and I also have three kids. The youngest is two. My oldest is 15 now and a freshman in high school. He's really come into his own in high school. He's in a bunch of clubs and has several friends. His friends like coming over here because our HOA has a pool, tennis court, and basketball court at the clubhouse. We also have a bunch of games in the living room, which they often sit around and play on rainy days. My wife said she's overwhelmed by the influx of teenagers and wants all the hangouts here to stop. She said they need to hang out at his mom's or stick to the clubhouse because they're annoying and eat too much. I asked if this was going to be the rule for all the kids because our oldest together, seven, also has a lot of playdates and friends over all the time. Not to mention all the toddlers that fill our home every Sunday after yoga. She says those are different, but I don't see how. After a few arguments that went nowhere, I told her I don't want to hear any more about my son. She says the same things over and over and there is no consistency. She says the kids are loud but our seven-year-old and his friends are much louder. The teens tend to speak pretty much in a normal tone of voice most of the time, whereas the younger kids frequently shriek and yell. The toddlers often scream and wail. My wife said I'm being a jerk because it's controlling to ban a topic of conversation. She's never had much interest in my oldest, though, so I'm not sure why she feels entitled to talk about him to her heart's content. The line must be drawn somewhere. I think both sides have some work to do here. I think the communication is severely lacking. I think OP is definitely kind of a jerk for straight up trying to like ban the conversation, but her also trying to ban the kids also kind of sucks. And I don't know, it's just all around kind of messy is the vibe I'm getting. This next story is, am I the jerk for not inviting my sister's family to my lake house for Memorial Day? 
My wife and I bought a lake house this past winter, and the house and our new boat are finally ready for summer. For those not from the US, this upcoming Memorial Day weekend is kind of our unofficial beginning of summer. We're excited to spend the weekend there and also invited two of our best friends, married couple, and their five-year-old daughter. We also have a five-year-old daughter who is good friends with their daughter. My sister's been asking since we got the place when she'd get to see it, and we told her at some point this summer we'll have them over and that truly is the plan. We didn't invite them for this weekend because we really wanted it to be a nice, relaxing weekend. And my sister's stepdaughter is just a lot sometimes. She means well, but she has bad ADHD and can be very loud and shrieky. When we had a birthday party for our daughter six months ago, she was all over the place. Our daughter and our friend's daughter both said she was trying to be bossy and take control of everything while they were just trying to play their own games. My friends are too nice to say anything, but we could tell they were annoyed too. Given that my wife and I really aren't fans of her and the kids aren't either, we just wanted this weekend to be peaceful and figured we'd invite them another time. Well, now my sister found out that we're going there this weekend and got really mad I didn't invite her. When she asked why, we told her that we just wanted to be a quiet, low-key affair. She kept pressing and said we were excluding her and her family and keeping her stepdaughter from seeing her friends. That's when I finally told her about what my daughter and friend's daughter said the last time they hung out with her and that didn't go well either. She texted me again this morning trying to get us to change our mind as we're heading out there after work today. Am I the jerk if I stick to my guns and don't have them over? It's not a space thing. There are an extra two bedrooms. We just really want to have a relaxing weekend that will be harder with them there. So the truth hurts sometimes, I think. And although they want to come, you are completely entitled to having your relaxing weekend. She can't just invite herself. Our next story is, am I the jerk for dropping out of my cousin's wedding party after a prank? My, female 26, cousin, female 29, got engaged a few months ago and asked me to be a bridesmaid. I was so excited to accept. Her sister, female 32, is the maid of honor and there are three other bridesmaids. The date is set for April 2024. On April 1st of this year, she sent a PDF to the bridesmaid group chat that really made me angry. It was a list of wedding party responsibilities, rules, and regulations. It included a picture of the bridesmaid dresses that we'd be wearing. They were hideous, and she told us that we'd have to pay $800 for them and that they only went up to a size 8, so anyone bigger than that would need to lose weight before the wedding. This made me so angry because I wear a size 10, but also, she's like a size 12, so even fatter than me. Other ridiculous things she added, None of us were allowed to be tanner than her for the wedding, so she told us that none of us could spend significant time in the sun for the next year. She wanted to have longer hair than all of her bridesmaids, so she said that we all have to cut our hair to our shoulders or shorter. She wanted to do a choreographed dance with all of us and insisted that we go to three-hour dance classes with her every Sunday until the wedding, a year away. She said that she wanted her bachelorette party to be in Paris and that we would all need to chip in $3,000. There was more, but I was so angry I stopped reading and muted the group chat for a few hours. I was so livid and hurt that I decided to drop out of the wedding party, but I didn't say anything right away. The next day, I checked the group chat again and everyone else had been chatting about how funny the bride's prank was. Apparently, at the bottom of the PDF, it said, April Fools. 
but I hadn't read that far because I was so mad. Everyone else thought it was hilarious, but it still really rubbed me the wrong way. I reached out to the bride to tell her how much this hurt my feelings and she did apologize. But even though it's been almost two months, I'm still really angry. I decided this week that I no longer want to be a bridesmaid because of the mean-spirited prank and told my cousin. Now she's really hurt and angry and the maid of honor and other bridesmaids and some of my family members are blowing up my phone saying that I'm overreacting to an innocent prank. But I believe that pranks are only funny if the recipient finds them funny and I definitely didn't. So am I the jerk? I think although what was done was probably in bad taste or maybe not executed the best of ways, they did say April Fool's at the bottom and they did own up to it and apologize to OP, so what more could they have done to rectify what happened? Plus, it wasn't like they were targeting OP specifically. They weren't making direct comments about OP when they were making dress size comments or anything. Our next story is, am I the jerk as a father for coming to my child when she's calling for mother in the middle of the night? My wife and I were asleep in our bedroom. Our daughter, three, screamed mommy in the middle of the night in her room. I ran over as fast as I could to see what was wrong and to prevent our other daughter, one, from waking up from the noise. We had a big fight and her standpoint is that only she is allowed to go to our daughter when she calls for mommy especially because she's at home with the kids right now and I have to work. My standpoint is that I have a right to know what is wrong with my daughter and try to help her, even if her first reaction is to call mommy. Am I the jerk? I should clarify that my wife woke up as well and would have gone over right away, but of course, I was worried as well. 100% not the jerk. If your child screams out something, I think you have every right to rush over to your three-year-old kid and see what's wrong. I'm sorry, but that's such a dumb form of entitlement. Why are they insecure about that? This next story is, am I the jerk for ambushing my sister at her wedding reception because she told me her wedding was child-free when it actually wasn't? My 46-year-old male, sister Tracy, 29-year-old female, and I aren't close. But we have a good relationship, at least before all this happened. Tracy got married recently, and she told me the wedding was child-free. I have a daughter, Ella, 12-year-old female, and asked Tracy if she could come, but she said sorry, she and her partner were sticking to the rules. I managed to arrange for Ella to stay at a friend's house for a couple of days, since the wedding was in a different city. So I went to the wedding, and I saw quite a few older children, including my other siblings' kids. I know this sounds like I should have known from before from my other siblings, but I never thought to ask them, oh, are your kids going? I did ask my brother at the wedding, and he said he was told the child-free limit was only for really young kids, the disruptive ages. It was obvious Tracy lied to me about not bringing Ella. We went through the ceremony, and towards the end of the reception, I pulled Tracy aside and said I'd realized she'd completely lied to me, and there were plenty of other kids. She looked pretty uncomfortable and said it wasn't a big deal, but I replied I deserve an apology, and so does Ella at some point. Tracy got mad and said I was ambushing her at her own wedding, and it's her and her partner's choice what they do. We ended the conversation there and went off to talk to other people. She sent me a text later saying I was being selfish, and I'm the one who should be apologizing to Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that after finishing a small questionnaire will match you with a licensed therapist where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Her and her husband for making a big deal out of this. I'll admit I sent a not-so-nice text back about her caring more about aesthetics than people. Now it's sort of blown up within our family. I don't blame OP for being upset here and demanding an apology. I don't know if OP's sister has something against OP's daughter, but they definitely excluded her for no reason when other kids Ella's age are there. I guess the question is, do you let Ella know now that her aunt is biased against her for some reason? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not taking my wife's side and siding with my parents? Background, my wife, 28-year-old female, and I, 30-year-old male, as well as my brother and his wife, went to visit our parents as we haven't seen them in a while. My parents, 57, had a box of $300 ginseng in the fridge to be given as a gift for their close friend's wedding anniversary tomorrow. We know this because it came up in conversation during lunch. They also told us to help ourselves to anything in the fridge, but to not touch the ginseng for obvious reasons. The problem came when, a few hours later, my parents called us in a panic, saying they couldn't find the ginseng and if anyone saw it. I didn't take it, and at first I thought they just misplaced it somewhere. However, they insisted that they both agreed on not moving it out of the fridge drawer for that exact reason. All of us denied taking it, and the conversation got more heated when my father started yelling that someone must have taken it since it only went missing when we came to visit. All of us continued to deny taking it, with my wife being really quiet, and my father said that if it doesn't turn up soon, he'd have to have everyone's belongings checked. That was when my wife admitted that she took it. 
Apparently it was some popular brand that my in-laws mentioned and she wanted to give it to them, and she thought that no one would notice it since it was in an inconspicuous place in the fridge. My mother-in-law later called and said my parents overreacted over such an inconsequential thing and screamed that I was a jerk for not defending my wife. The thing is, in my opinion, it wasn't a small thing. My wife literally stole hundreds of dollars from my parents and tried to lie her way out of it. While I agree that my parents shouldn't have started yelling and accusing us, I feel like my wife was in the wrong for taking the ginseng in the first place. The situation has caused a lot of friction, and we haven't been speaking since coming home. Am I the jerk? So, considering the outcome, why does OP say that their parents shouldn't have started yelling and accusing them? I mean, should they have just first gone to the assumption that it just disappeared? I don't know about OP, but if I was in that situation, I'd be questioning a lot of things, especially with how the mother-in-law reacted. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not taking care of my sick husband? Me, 34-year-old female, and my husband, 34-year-old male, are getting divorced. We're almost done with this process and it's been contentious. We've been living separate for over a year. Recently, he got a stomach bug. He was struggling to care for the children on his days. Thursday, he called my mother, who went over to care for him and the children. I had the children on Friday as planned. He called me Saturday morning and told me he was still unwell. I offered to trade future days with him, but he didn't want that. He stated it was my responsibility as his legal wife to go over to his house and care for him and the children. I honestly laughed because I thought he was kidding. He was not. I told him I'll keep the children if it would help, but otherwise, it was not my issue. He told me this is why I wouldn't be able to have a successful relationship because I'm not able to give of myself for others. I thought I was in the right, but my parents took his side and were actually mad at me for letting him suffer. But he had the flu, which sucks, but is not overly serious. They're not talking to me. Am I the jerk? Honestly, I don't think OP's the jerk here. This isn't a situation where you can be the jerk for not giving of yourself. You did whatever you could to make sure the kids are fine. You extended that olive branch that you'll watch them. But you're not going to go over there and sacrifice for the person you're divorcing for no reason. This next story is, am I the jerk for getting angry at a dog owner who wouldn't leave the playground? I take my three-year-old son to the playground a few times a week. He loves the swings and the slides. Today, there was a dog owner with a 10 to 15 pound dog at the playground. Never seen the guy before. He was letting him play on all the equipment. I don't think he had a kid with him. There were a few kids using the equipment, including my son. Some of the kids were playing with the dog. My son is scared of dogs. We don't have one and he isn't used to being around them. It's just not something he's used to. He tried to go play, but anytime I would get close to him, he was running back to me. I asked the owner to keep his dog away from the playground. He immediately gets defensive. He says, no, you're the only one with an issue, and my dog deserves to have fun too. I respond by saying, playgrounds aren't for dogs, you shouldn't be here. He says to leave me alone and that I'm a jerk. His dog is still running around and even approached my son looking to play. Of course, my son runs back. We pack up to prematurely leave. We start arguing again and words are exchanged. Am I wrong here? I think the issue here is although it seems relatively innocent, not all kids do well around dogs. And the kids come first at a playground. It might suck for everybody else who thinks that like they're raining on their parade there, but 
OP's son who's afraid of this dog has every right to be there at that playground too, and especially if the dog wasn't on a leash. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister-in-law that she doesn't have room to criticize the way I support my daughter's passions when her own husband is barely involved with their kids? My daughter Cameron is very artistic. Cam likes doodling and using certain online animation apps, but her preferred way to express herself is through street art, such as graffiti. I found an art class that specializes in graffiti for Cameron, as well as gotten her connected with specific zones where graffiti is allowed. She's staying out of trouble and it makes her happy, so I don't see any issue with it and encourage her hobby. Some context about my sister-in-law Sydney is that she has two daughters, my nieces Eden and Ava, and her husband Benjamin is not involved with the girls at all. My brother-in-law is the kind of guy who brags about he's such a man because he's never changed any diapers or attended parent-teacher meetings and Sydney does it all. He's seemingly oblivious to the fact that this does not impress nor earn him respect from other fathers his age. Sydney constantly makes excuses for Benjamin's lack of involvement with Eden and Ava. Things along the lines of how it's her responsibility as the mother or that since he makes more money, it's not his responsibility to step up as their father. Sydney seems to have internalized misogyny herself. I bring all that up because Sydney had become very vocal about her disapproval of Cam's graffiti hobby, and a lot of her complaints seemed to be misogynistic. Things along the lines of how Cameron is 14, becoming a young woman, and needs to start acting like it, and that I should move her into classes for a more appropriate, feminine form of art, like watercolors. I told Sydney that, unless Cam wants to, I would not be changing her art class or discouraging her graffiti. She's staying out of trouble and it makes her happy. I see no issue with her hobby. Sydney called me irresponsible and said to think about the kind of potential partners Cam would attract with a hobby like graffiti. She then said that if Cameron keeps doing graffiti, she'll eventually hang around a bad crowd and get into drugs. I told Sydney that she doesn't have room to criticize the way I support Cam's passions when her own husband is barely involved with Eden and Ava. Sydney and I got into an argument where I admittedly was yelling back at her. My wife had us de-escalate, told Sydney off, and we left. Once we got home and things cooled off, my wife explained that she did not regret telling Sydney off over the drug comment. But throwing Benjamin's lack of involvement in Sydney's face was just a low blow on my end, and that two wrongs don't make a right since I could have addressed Sydney's comment without bringing the situation with Benjamin into it. I do see my wife's side and realize that bringing up Benjamin was a low blow. The two friends I brought it up to, however, said that Sydney had it coming and that, in a way, I helped Sydney because she needed to look at herself and her own family dynamics in the mirror. Now I'm conflicted. Am I the jerk? I just don't think OP's the jerk. I don't think they said anything too outlandish, and I think they were in completely their right to defend their kid there. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister-in-law she's not better than everyone because she's a doctor? I, 34-year-old male, hosted a dinner party with my wife, 32-year-old female, for my entire family. It included my sister, 30-year-old female, her wife, 33-year-old female, and their two kids, 5-year-old female and 3-year-old male. There were also other family members, including my cousin, aunts, etc. My sister-in-law is a doctor. She absolutely loves that. And she's a bit of an arrogant person when it comes to that. 
For instance, she goes all out to comment on every supplement my mom takes and tells her which one's necessary, which one isn't. Or told my wife about a few things when she was pregnant despite the fact that she's not an OBGYN. She's a cardiologist. After dinner, one of our youngest cousins, he started college just last year, was talking to sister-in-law about her career. She went into detail about it, how hard it was, how rewarding and special it was, and how no matter what others said, the stress they were under could not be compensated for financially. She was talking as if she was the only one with a job, and other people are just wasting their times. This is how she is all the time. I had about enough of it. I told her the fact that she's a doctor doesn't make her better than anyone and that she was acting like she was the only one who did something that mattered here. She just laughed and asked me what my deal was. I called her out on her behavior. I said she's just a person and I don't care what she does for work. My sister lightened the situation but later called me a jerk for taking a hit at her wife and told me she was disappointed in me. My wife is on my side. Was I the jerk? I don't really see how OP's argument was relevant in that conversation. She was literally talking to sister-in-law about their career. That was literally the most applicable situation to talk about their job and how they personally feel about it. Our next story is, am I the jerk for standing up during a Beyonce concert? So I'm a huge Beyonce fan and have been my whole life especially being a Houston, Texas native. This was my first time being able to afford a ticket to her show, and I'm currently living back and forth between Sweden and the States. I've never been to a concert in Sweden, and I was very shocked by how unlively the crowd was. No dancing or singing really for most people in my section. Closest non-general admission to the stage, but I was out of my seat, singing and having a blast as soon as the show started, and a woman and her partner behind me asked if I could sit down so they could be able to see. I assumed since she was starting the show with ballads, I was doing a bit much and apologized and sat, but once the energy picked back up, I was back up on my feet dancing. There were like two other people in my row doing the same. I honestly had the time of my life and even cried a bit. Ridiculous, I know. When the show was over, I turned to leave and the lady said, You're not the only one who paid for this, you know. Is that how you act in your village? And I was too stunned to say anything back. I could understand if this were an orchestra concert or something, but her latest album is focused on house music and the ballroom scene, which is very lively. This happened weeks back, but I can't even enjoy my memories of the experience because I keep getting this pit in my stomach, feeling like I ruined someone else's experience. Am I the jerk? I guess the issue is you were doing that in the sitting section. But I guess also beyond that, there's a different expectation in Sweden. I mean, if you pay a bunch of money to go to this concert with an expectation from everybody that you remain seated, and then you have some wacko just standing up, waving their arms, yelling in front of you, it's hard not to see why they were upset. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my parents I'm willing to sell them my forgiveness? My parents expected me to be independent the minute I turned 18. They gave me the money they'd saved up for my education, and they started charging me rent. I was lucky enough to have a partial scholarship, and I found a job in the city my university was in, so I moved there before the school year began. With my parents' money, my scholarship, and my wages, I was able to scrape by. I rarely, if ever, spoke with my parents. I was kind of busy. I guess they decided that they didn't want that kind of relationship with my younger siblings because they were not presented with the same option. 
They both lived at home, all through university and even afterwards. I'm 34 now with a decent job and a great girlfriend, whom I'll be marrying this summer. I sent my parents and siblings an invitation. They called me to ask why they weren't involved in the wedding. I responded that they hadn't really been a part of my life in 16 years and that I was being nice by inviting them. They said they acknowledged that they made mistakes when I was young, but that was in the past and that I should get over it. Against my fiancé's advice, I sent them an itemized bill for everything I paid for myself that they freely gave my brother and sister. I said if they wanted to be a part of my life, they had to ante up. They said they can't afford that because they're in debt still from helping my siblings out. I laughed at that and said I hoped that I would see them at the wedding and hung up. My family are all getting a hold of me to let me know how much I'm hurting my parents. The thing is, I don't want their money and I don't want anything from them at all other than their attendance at my wedding. If they can't do that, then I'm fine with our yearly phone call. Am I the jerk? So considering OP's history, I'm impressed that they're even inviting their parents and even extending that olive branch. On the flip side, the parents should feel lucky that they're even invited. That said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.